0: Nine High FM. This is Soul to Soul on a Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg, South Africa. Welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for making a little bit of time, a little window in your very busy, I'm sure, Friday afternoon, to uh, listen to us, to be part of our family, to kind of allow a bit of the Erev Shabbos spirit, a little bit of Torah, to enter into your, into your, into your lives. I hope. All of you had an amazing Shabbos project last week and that you were inspired and that being part of the community, being part of what was going on in Shul and at the meals was something that that inspired you and we really hope it inspired you so much that please God you're preparing to keep another Shabbos this week because that's the true test in the pudding or the pudding in the test, whatever it might it might be is did it inspire you enough to want to carry on and keep more? So that it's not just one Shabbos a year. You know, you have to keep. more says you have to keep two Shabbos to uh, merit the Mashiach. And if it doesn't work out for you, you have to keep doing it until, please, God, Mashiach will come, and then you'll be able to be amongst those who are the regular part of the Shabbos team, part of the Shabbos observers, and and will get the tremendous brach and the tremendous source of of energy that Shabbos. That Shabbos brings, because Shabbos is the Mekoyer habrocha. Shabbos is the source of everything for our lives, for our families, for our parnasa, for our sanity. All of it is governed by our adherence to, by our connection to, by our inspiration in and of and by the 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 Shabbos. This week's parsha, of course, is Shabbos kedush parsha's Sarah parsha number five. In, in the Torah, amazingly beautiful Pasha. Of course, it's a Pasha which the main, the main subject is the, uh, procurement of, of a wife for, for Yitzchak, for Avram's son Yitzchak. And the whole discussion about marriages and things like that is a main, main topic. I'd like to, I haven't gotten quite that far in the Pasha. I want to focus on the very, very first Pasuk. Of the Pasha, where the Pasha tells us that Sarah's life came to, came to an end after 127 years. And, and the Pasuk says, Vayiyu Chaye Sarah, Meyashana, a hundred years of Shana, and twenty years of and seven years of Chaye Sarah. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Rashi states, why does it states, Shnei Chaye Sara, why does it say, the years of the life of Sora Kulam Shavin Letoiva, all of them, were equally, well, equally good, and it's very, very difficult, to understand, why Rashi, is in fact saying this, that all of Sora's years, were good, <laughs> we know that, Sara's life was, anything but, good, and that she suffered, really, throughout her life, I mean, she was, Childless for the first ninety years of her life, and and, and the Chazal said well, says that someone who has no children is is virtually considered to be to be dead. And suffered from Hogar and Yisshmoel and Pare and Avi How is it possible to say that all of her years were were good? Chazal say that in the future, in the time of Mashiach, all carbonas. Are going to cease. We're not going to be required to bring any more kabbalas, except for the carbon toida. The carbon toida will not will not be be ceased. The carbon one brings out of gratitude for the miracles that Hashem does for us. That will never be taken away. All prayers will be ceased, but the prayer of toida, the prayer of of thanksgiving, will never. Will never cease, and in fact, the the Feitaya says that only korbanos that are that are brought by by individuals will will be ceased because they are brought usually most of the korbanos people bring are brought as as a kapara as an atonement for 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 sins. But in the future, people Be'ezo Hashem, are not going to sin, but it is certain. That the, the korbanis that are tzibor, the korbanis that are brought by the, uh, by the public, such as the korban tomid and, and the musafim, the daily sacrifice and the special sacrifices brought on Shabbos and Yontif, those are never going to, no, never going to cease. And the question is, why it will be necessary for us to continue to bring a korban toida in the future, in other words, after after Mashiach comes, a tayde is brought when one goes through a a difficulty and emerges. Baruch Hashem, unscathed from that difficulty. In the future, we're not going to have such challenges or or worries. Baruch Hashem, we're going to live a life of of ease, as as the Navi in in Yeshaya in Yeshaya in says. For the the all the troubles that we have have been have been uh, 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 forgotten. And, uh, we're not going to have, and we're going to be hit, we're not going to, we're not going to have any of those tzoris anymore. And, and, there's uh, a we're going to rejoice Yerushalayim. and all the people will, will exalt in it. And, and uh, the, the sound of, of, of crying, or the sound of, of weeping is no longer going to be heard in, in, in Yerushalayim. And, uh, and uh you know, many that just talk about the fact that uh, uh there's not going to be uh, uh, young people or old people everyone 's going to everyone 's going to fill fill their 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 days and and uh, and even even uh even you know everyone will live to be a hundred years there 's going to be so much bracha. Why would we even need a carbon a carbon tighter furthermore, we know that there's not going to be any any threats of of uh, uh, wild animals or because we know, and Yeshaya talks about that the wolf is going to lie down with the lamb and, and a leopard is going to be with the, with the, with the kids and calves and lion cubs and all going to be sort of, uh, uh, uh you know, playing together and, 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 and a small child will be even able to, to, to feed them and, and, and children will play by the, uh, by the holes of, of 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 snakes and you know all, all these things it's going it's going to be an idyllic kind of a kind of a kind of world so why would we therefore be any need to bring a a carbon a carbon a, 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 a so i think in order to to explain this so we need to start by uh, asking perhaps an, another question and there's a tiller we say that uh, we say Hashem Melech, Hashem Malach, Hashem Yimloich Leolomved, Hashem, which translates Hashem rules, Hashem ruled, and Hashem will rule forever. So, it it seems like these words are actually out of order. Should have really said the past Hashem ruled, and then Hashem rules, and then in 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 the future. So the uh, the Mafashim answer. I think I saw it in the in, in Kol Says that the pasuk says that Akadosh Baruch Hu says to Yaakov Avinu, "Altiro Don't be afraid to go down to Mitzrayim. Why? Because Yosef is there. The Yosef and Yosef's gonna place his hand on on the on your eyes. In other words, Hashem is telling Yaakov of Inu that even if it seems at first that going down to Mitzrayim is, is a very, very harsh decree, but in the end it's going to be revealed that it was all for, for, for the good. You know, it's like the story itself of, of Yosef. or Yosef was was sold, it would seem that, that uh that Yaakov was being, was being punished when his favorite son was thrown into a, a pit and, and, and sold to the, to the Ishmaelites. In the end, of course, it was revealed that Hashem sent him to rule over, over Mitzrayim. So that's the meaning of the words, V'yosef yoshis yodai al- you know, we cover our eyes when we say the first pasuk of Kriyishma as a symbol that we believe with absolute certainty that even Amidst all the things that seem to be such harsh and such, such complicated decrees that Hashem has placed against people within that lives, the, the divine mercy lives of Rachmei HaKodesh Baruch, even though we cannot see it. And that's the meaning. The, 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 uh, the Zaya, the Zaya says that this is in fact the, the secret of, 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 uh, of, of Kirishma and, and the, and the, uh, the whole story of of Yosef going down to time which seems so incomprehensible and so difficult, that is the secret of of Shema Yisrael, and that is the secret of the of of the Jewish nation. In fact, the uh, the, the Chassam Sefer that uh, ac- explains also there's a, a in in uh, in Sefer Shmays where where our Kaddish Baruch where Moshe wants to see the the face of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem, Hashem says, you'll see you'll see my back, for above my face. You're not going to you're not going to see. In other words, that we we actually lack the ability to see the inner workings of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's kindness, which symbolizes Hashem's face, which are hidden, right in in Hakadosh Baruch Hu's trait of of din of strict justice." All we can see, we can see the back, meaning that after the events have all concluded, so in, in retrospect, in hindsight, it can become revealed to us and to future generations that this in fact was the great, the great chesed of, of, of our yeah, the Gemara says that Aydam Abba is, is different then I'llam Why in in this world when something good happens, so we make the bracha of Hatayv Vameitiv, Kadosh Baruch good and who does good. And when bad news happens, so there we say Baruch Dayanem bless blessed are Kadosh Baruch Hu who is the true, who's the true judge. In in the world to come, one's only going to make the bracha of of Hatayv Vameitiv, and and awesome this Neskomura. What, that there are only, there are only gonna be good things in the world to come. If so, what's the Gemara's Chiddush when it says that we're only gonna make the Bracha on, the, on, uh, on, 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 uh, on good tidings and that we'll, we'll, we'll still make a Bracha on bad tidings that aren't gonna be and any bad tidings. So he answers that the is talking about how we're gonna speak about the all the things that we see now in retrospect all the things that happened during our Golas meaning that in the time of Mashiach we'll be able to look back and make a broch of Hatoi Vah even on those occurrences that we had once made Diana Emes on in this world the things that's, that seemed so catastrophic the things that seemed so terrible when we look at it from the perspective Avoyam Abba will real, will see that they were all really, really good. Khazala teaching us a great and fundamental concept here that we always have to believe in our Baruch Hu and accept that we ultimately will see that whatever challenges be there, the daily challenges be there, the more serious things that seem to almost be threatening our existence and, and our life that he sends us are truly for our for our benefit, and when we look back at everything that occurred in the past, so it's not hard to recognize the the of Hashem, the heavenly kindness that it all that it all was. Once the challenge is over, we're able to easily realize how Hakadosh Baruch Hu orchestrated all the events for our own benefit, and how, in fact, all those challenges were actually sent for our benefit. However, the problem is in the present while we're going through the difficult challenge there it's often so difficult to see the hand of hashem orchestrating all, all, all the events and, and it's even harder to have complete faith that this is from our kolishporokh for this one needs to daven and and and, uh, and have have a good look inside inside oneself and, and to also to understand that he needs special, special siyata deshmaia. Rabbi, Rabbi Yoina in, in Shari Tshuva says that someone who has complete faith in Hashem should keep in mind that whenever he experiences difficulties, that the darkness will lead directly to the light. As, uh, as the, as the Pasuk says, that, uh, my enemies should never rejoice over my suffering, for through that, for through the fact that I'm, that I'm falling, there's the Shem, I'm going to, I'm going to rise, though I'm sitting now in, in, in darkness, the Rabbanishlan is, is my, is my light. When an individual receives the Siyatid de and, and, and sometimes that comes in the form of something, of, of suffering, or some kind of tribulation, it's a test that's meant to that we have to uh, try to to pass in order to receive a a a schar a reward in in the world in the world to come. And and we see this in 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 the psukim. In the psukim. The psukim say that Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu does things in order to pain you and to test you Ladas that you should know. That it's all going to be good for you, in the uh, in, in in the end. And and the Torah says that if, if one examines his actions during a time when things are happening, and he looks at, and and scrutinizes, and he finds that he hasn't done any averus, so then he should know that this is yisurim shalava. These are trials of uh, of, uh, of of love. When when uh, when avchutna learnt. This Shari this Chuva, he said, when someone says, it will be good, he is not showing the full trait of Bitochen to, to perfection. As long as he doesn't believe that the darkness is the actual source of the life, that it is good, not that it will be good, he doesn't have true Betochan. When one believes that the darkness that one's seeing at the moment, that seems to be Right, but 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 a moment before that, the worst possible scenario You could possibly imagine is actually the source of the best scenario, and that is the true trait of 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 Tachen. So therefore, we can now understand why do we say Hashem Melech, Hashem rules in in the present tense. Because we are praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu and declaring that even in all the times when things are so difficult, when it's really not easy to recognize Hashem's kindness, we still have Betochan and we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Only after we acknowledge the Ashkoch of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even in the difficult times as we're going through it, can we then appraise Hashem for, for the past for the past kindnesses. And that's because the, the main test of a person's betochan in uh, his faith is the present. To live constantly with our Karish Baruch Hu and accept that everything that occurs is for the good. That's a very, very difficult challenge. Once the challenge is over and things are we're back, our main everything is back to, to normal, then it's much easier to recognize how everything that happened was, was for our benefit. But in the present, when one is currently being challenged, it's much, much more difficult to accept that everything that occurring is in fact for our, for our ultimate, for our ultimate good. And that's, that's, that's the, that's the Limit. Kulam Shovin Latoiva. That Sarah was able to, to see that in spite of everything that had happened in her, in her, uh, in her life and all the difficulties and all the challenges were all the things that were meant to make her grow, that were made to, were made to develop her and, and become the woman who could become the mother of Yitzchak and in fact therefore the mother of all of, all of all the Klai Israel. And in fact, all of her years were Kulam Shavin We'll be back in a moment with our halachic 7. this is one one point nine High FM. So to so on, the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. There are thirty nine milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Moshe Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos only on one zero one point nine High FM. Chai FM, this is Soul to Soul on Friday afternoon. Thank you for joining us, as we always do at this point, to give you the important details for this coming Shabbos, Shabbos Kurdish Pashas Chai Sora. The latest time for lighting candles tonight is at 6.21, although many communities have uh, are accepting Shabbos at the standard summer uh, uh, Shabbos beginning time, which is quarter past. Quarter past six, but just in case you're running a little bit late, six twenty one is the latest time to get your candles up. Tomorrow night, Shabbos Kurdish ends at seven fourteen, fourteen minutes past, past seven. It is Shabbos Mavarachim, which Shredish, please God, will be this coming week on Thursday and Friday as we usher in the month of Kislev. Hanukkah is not far away, but I guess if December holidays are coming, then Hanukkah must be part of that, must be part of that Uh, also. Haftarah this week is of course the normal Haftarah for the Pasha's Chayasora, which is the first chapter of the book of Malachim and deals with some of the last days of Dabra Melech's life and the challenges he faces even at that, uh, at that, at that time. We are dealing with the laws Of of Yom Tov specifically, the issues of lighting fire uh, uh, for the purpose of of cooking on on Shabbos and Yom Tov. So we started talking about lighting the fire and and in, in terms of extinguishing fires or putting fires down in terms of the need for for cooking. So we said one will be allowed to turn a fire down. On, on yntov, if it is necessary for the food that you 're cooking, but if it 's not, then it will be forbidden to extinguish that uh that fire and in fact, we said, even if god forbid one's one 's property is is going up in in flames so long as there is no uh, 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 worry even of of danger to to human life, one is not allowed to go and actually extinguish that uh that fire, or even even to turn down a, a a fire which is not for the purpose of cooking foods, uh, is still forbidden because the whole uh, 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 issue of taking a fire and making it, let's say, lower than it was, so that's also considered an act of of, uh, ex, extinguishment, I guess the word would be. But However, if you're turning down the fire for the purpose of the food that you're cooking, uh, that would be allowed. Therefore, let's say you have some raw, raw meat and you're putting it on the coals. You want to have a braai on, uh, on, on yumtiv. So even though some of the, the gravy is going to drip, Onto the uh, onto the coals certainly, at the uh, at the beginning and that may cause the a little bit to of the coals to go out. The liquid will will uh, will douse them a, a little bit. Or let's say I can uh, I can uh, if I then want to spice the meat, I can I can put spices on that on that coals in order to give a nice a nice uh, smell in the meat one. Or in, uh, in in fruit to make it to make it nice and uh, nice and a uh, 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 test a uh, nice and, and and tasty. So even though that the at the very beginning certainly the spices may cause the the coals to be a little bit de- diminished. Uh, similarly, let's say I have a pot on the stove and the fire is a little bit strong and the the pot runs the danger of perhaps the food inside uh, a burning, so you're allowed to turn turn them on, but uh, in terms of turning off a, a a a flame, one's not allowed to just when you finish using a flame to just turn off. That's no longer considered a nefesh, uh, and that would be that would be uh, uh, forbidden. There's a whole discussion in a situation where. If I left a fire on, it might possibly pose a, a danger for the place, let's say the home where I intend to eat my meal or the dishes and things that I may need to use that, that meal. So some say it's, it would be forbidden because the Extinguishing of the fire has no benefit at all for the food itself, and therefore is not is not uh, permitted. But others will say, one second, uh, what good is the food if you don't have a place to eat it, or if you don't have dishes to eat it on, and uh, and therefore uh, certainly the, the place can bring down, and if you wouldn't be able to easily find another place or other dishes to uh, to eat. So then, and we're talking about a a discussion that is basically based on on rabbinic level one would in in a, in a time of of need be able to rely on the on the more lenient lenient uh, uh, opinion in the same way of course that it is permitted to use a a fire for the purpose of cooking or for the purpose of of baking so so too on yontif one is allowed to make use of fire for the sake of providing warmth, let's say, warming up a a house on on a cold on a cold day. That if let's say everything is uh, prepared and I have a, a, a an oven and I have wood and all I need to do is uh, and, and and let's say it's it's burning on a very very low flame and and the house is still. Is still a uh, uh, cold, so I'm allowed to let's say even add more more wood in order to raise the heat and 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 keep the house nice and toasty, toasty warm. Or let's say if I have an oven that uses uh, gas or something, I can then uh, uh, turn up the level of gas that I'm providing in order to make the heat the heat uh, uh, warm warmer, even though. Uh, warming the house is not necessarily something directly connected to eating, but we already said before that whatever the Torah allowed uh, for the whatever was allowed for the purpose of eating is allowed also for other needs, provided that it's something that everybody that everybody benefits from and something that is uh, uh, enjoyed and uh, you know beneficial. For all the people that that uh, that uh, that benefit from it, and uh, you know certainly in in a cold day where there 's perhaps a need to to warm the house, so that certainly is something that everyone benefits from, even though of course one of the favorite things we fight about is if it 's too cold or too hot, but generally if it 's cold, everyone is considered susceptible to to the cold and and one would be allowed to. Uh, use fire to warm warm a home on, on on a cold, on a cold day. We're going to come back with our last segment in a moment. This is one one point nine high FM. soul. Don't run away. There are thirty nine milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Moshe Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos only on 101.9 high FM. One and we're back on your radio here in Johannesburg. Thank you all for being part of it. As we head towards the end of of the show, we're talking about using fire on, on Tov. So we spoke about the concept of using fire to heat a house. One's also allowed to use fire for the purpose of providing light. Let's say you... Uh, Want some candles on the table, either because, either because there's no other light or even just in, in terms of simchus, simchus yomtiv, one is allowed to light candles to have uh, more light by the sudan, even if there would be, let's say, sufficient electric light to see where your mouth is. So you don't really need the candles in terms of being able to exist. Still, since the extra light Definitely increases the the simchus yontiv and 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 the honor and deference shown to the yontiv. One is allowed to light them on on yontiv, however, but you wouldn't be able to light more than sort of what is the norm to light uh, at, at a uh, at a at a meal, and uh, you know. And again, obviously, it has to be from a uh, an existing. An existing uh, uh, flame uh, f- uh, existing flame obviously uh, if someone is doesn 't want to sleep in in the dark or people like that, so you 're allowed to light a, a candle that you shouldn 't have complete uh, uh, dark darkness but again it can 't be something new it has to uh, be lit from an existing an existing a uh, 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 flame um let's say you, the the candles you want to light it's difficult to access let's say you have a a, a yard side light but it's in a in a big container and it 's very hard for you to get to it and light your new your new candle so I could take an intermediary let 's say I can take something long and thin that will get into that container and light that and then use that intermediary to light. The candle that I want, I can take, let's say, a long match, light that, and then go light the candle that I want to, that I want to do. Uh, and, and obviously once I light that candle, I may not extinguish the, the match, because we said that would be, uh, extinguishment, which is not for the purpose of, of Echel Nefesh, and that would be completely forbidden. On all I can do is I can just put it down in a dish or something until it goes out by, uh, by, by itself. Um, one would be allowed, therefore, also to light candles in Shul. Shul is a place where the, the divine Shechina is, and that's certainly a place where it's worthy to have a lot of, a lot of, uh, a light. That's also considered, let's say that, that's also considered something that just as we allowed uh, lighting fire for Ayachal nefesh, uh, it's also to be allowed for other needs, and including that are our mitzvah needs, so that we can we can daven, so that we can learn. That's also also uh, uh, important. Same thing, sort of in in the afternoon. Uh, let's say you've daven mincha, now it's getting towards towards sunset and, to, and towards night, and uh, we want to have light in in the shul. One's allowed to light candles in in the in the shul, even though uh let's say it's the last day of yontiv and most of the light you'll get from them will be when it's actually dark, would let's say would be already be the termination of, of Yontiv, that's not considered to be preparing for the weekday because at the very moment when I light them, which is on Yontiv, so that already uh, uh, that shows honor. That shows respect for the shul, for the place where they're being where they're being lit, and that is completely, completely uh, uh, a mutter. Um, if someone wants to light a a yartzeit candle on Yantiv, let's say on on a day where we say Yiskar uh, to sort of commemorate his his parents, again, so that should be lit before Yantiv. Because it really doesn't. There's no. There's no necessarily a mitzvah to to light it, and it has no real purpose for Yom Tov. So therefore, uh, it's better not to light it on on Yom Tov. However, if one forgot to light it on uh, on Er Yom Tov, so then one should light it, but put it somewhere or put it in a situation where you might be able to. Use it to light the meal, or something like that, or get some kind of a a benefit, a benefit from it. Okay, I see that our time is running out, and we're getting towards the end of the show. Stay tuned; we still have the news coming up, and then some really lack of music to take you all the way till till the Shabbos. But just before we go, just to again, as always, to thank you for making the time to put your radio on to Chai FM and be part of what's going on here. And as I say, it's always, always good stuff here. Monday to Friday, from 1 to 3, Soul to Soul is always on your radio. And other times of day, there are a lot of, lot of Torah coming, a lot of Shurim, lots of things. that You can grow and learn. Take advantage of it. Run with it. Embrace it and grow and grow from it. And just to each and every one of you as the Shabbos Kaddish comes in, to enjoy it, to again be inspired by the Shabbos, make last week just an example and a springboard for greater involvement and, uh, and understanding of what Shabbos is about. Thank you for being part of our family. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful Shabbos. And to each and every listener, to, and to all of you, a good Shabbos.